What's up, listeners? After a lovely break for the holidays, we are back with an episode of Coin Toss featuring the Iron Bowl and Scott Kahn. Next, we'll dive into what makes a great meal of Mexican food, including restaurant ambiance and burrito toppings. For the Week 13 Bookie Show, we've already nailed our hashtag teaser night football bet, and we are primed for a big week. Lastly, I try to stump coin, then we out. Let's do it. Mm. That, my friends, is the sound of a couple tasty beers being cracked. And this is the sound of your ultimate favorite podcast, The Rookie Show. Yes. Welcome back, friends and family, to The Rookie Show. I am one of your hosts, Travis Knoll. Joining me, as per usual, Mr. 503 himself, author of the new book about his time at Carroll College called Surviving Helena. Oh, what up, Paul? 29 can knolls on the birthday cake. Happy early birthday, Noel. Thank you. It is mm-hmm. my golden birthday tomorrow. Flip nine. It two. is. Flip nine two. Have a freaking day. I think that's a better than a real golden birthday because my golden birthday was when I was one, so it doesn't. It's not that. Yeah, that's kind of lame. Like, yeah. I mean, mine was I was nine, I guess, but at least nine, I'm like coherent and can make decisions for myself. You're still like yeah. pissing and shitting yourself, you know. I mean, I was probably smarter than you at one than you were at nine, so <laughs> no big deal. <sighs> Damn. <laughs> oh, all right, we are back. Two week hiatus after Thanksgiving. Sorry, I didn't want to wait one second. Oh. I didn't want to blow off your. Uh, I did very much like your surviving Carol. Oh. Look, for anybody that didn't see, you can go into it if you want to. It's yours. Oh, I, I, yes, my buddy RG3 decided, announced today that uh, he's releasing a book next year called Surviving Washington. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, apparently just going to, the truth is going to set him free about uh, the horrors that he, he faced with the Redskins, whether it be the Shanahans or Dan Snyder or the training staff or uh bruce allen whoever it was i'm sure there's some probably truly horrifying things yeah i imagine that they were just like injecting jello into his knees at some point maybe this will make you run faster right but then there's also like he earlier this year when fitzpatrick got hurt was like advocating for himself to go back to washington and play so it's like you know you turn around and say it was living hell to be there granted a lot of the people that were there then have since been cleared out so i guess it's a little bit living hell living hell to be somewhere but making millions of dollars like i've said it before i would do some pretty awful stuff for like millions of dollars a year yeah like i would just i would just be diving in poo poo all day long like sewage divers or whatever great sign me up i'll snorkel i have to imagine that uh the knee injury thing is like probably the worst part of it like yeah, that, that had to have taken a pretty big mental toll on him, too. Especially, there's a lot of pressure on him, too. I can say he Fan base-wise, they, they haven't been, they hadn't been good since Theismann, really, right? Yeah, I mean, we made the playoffs a couple times. Brunel and yeah. Todd Collins oh. and stuff, but no. Yeah. yeah so. Any Hoosiers, RG3 yeah. aside, how was your Thanksgiving? Actually, let's do this. Okay. What are you drinking this evening? Oh, here we go. There we go. That's me. 
Back after two weeks, hadn't drank a beer since. No, I'm kidding, obviously. Uh, tonight, no, I have for you the Boneyard RPM. Um, so it's cranked all the way up to, looks like 7,000 RPMs right there. What mm. I like about this can most is that there's no glare on it and you can actually see it. It's mm. just a black and white can, but I really like the label, actually. The Boneyard, you know? Yeah, I see Boneyard. It. A boneyard in the rail yard? Like, what could be better than that? It's um, very nearly a skull and crossboners. <laughs> really, really close, actually. Uh, the, it is, unfortunately, as you can tell, I'm sure the the label yeah, pasted right. on so I can right. touch it, which is annoying. But this is one of the better beers in Portland. It's really, really, really good. And it's, oh, it's actually a Bend, Oregon brewery. Okay. So boneyard is the beer, brewery. But boneyard's the brewery, and it's a RPM. Really, really a lot of rotations per minute mm-hmm. hecka you could even say hecka good that sounds tasty what do you got for me noel coin i've got for you a outer range brewing co which is out of uh frisco colorado which apparently is ah this one is called the wheelie nelson ipa holy shit that's good it is willie nelson doing a wheelie on a motorcycle <laughs> That uh, is arguably Mount Rushmore of beers we've had on the pod. Like, not even arguably. That's probably easily top four. It's pretty absurd. Like, what a ridiculous name. And, uh, yeah, it's the black and white. Same as you. I got the label, sadly. It is a 16-ouncer. Bla- everything's black and white except the Willie Nelson's red bandana on his head. So mm-hmm. got that look going. Um, I At the store, this was available individually. It was like five seventy nine dollars for one pint oh. of beer. <laughs> But I, did not, I didn't buy four or six. I just bought one. So there you go. Hey, deal. Uh, it kind of looks like uh, you've seen them when I think you came over to my place, the celebs on sandwiches. Yes. Yes. It kind of looks, it kind of looks like that kind of caricature on there. For sure. I like that. For sure. Uh, he looks a little deformed, but yeah, a little bit, but I mean, think that's on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. He's drunk driving. It's wheelie. Yeah. Wheelie Nelson. He's high driving. But he has the, how's the actual beer though? Not bad. It's a double IPA, so I don't know okay. what the uh, percentages are here, but it's it is eight point one percent. So pretty, pretty mm. happy. There we go. I'll drink it again. Hey, I like that. All right, should we pop into our uh, Thanksgiving beers? Yeah, you you want to go first? We've had yeah. two weeks of of beers. Two weeks of beers. I can't say I remember what I did two weeks ago. Mm. But, oh, yeah. I went to the uh, I went to the Seahawks Cardinals mm. game. I was unfortunately unfortunately informed that morning that Car- uh, Kyler would not be playing, so that was mm. a huge bummer. That is a bum deal. Uh, Seahawks not gooned, not as gooned. I will say. Now, did have a couple of beers at the game though with Nikki. That was her first ever professional football game. She really enjoyed herself. Sweet, sweet. Um, we did next to us at the game though see a lady go like full Karen mode and get multiple people kicked out of her section for cheering too loud because they were Cardinals fans and they may have been drunk. They weren't annoying any of us. Like it wasn't a deal at all. And uh, she was texting like so smugly on her phone. You know, she's holding it in this hand and then typing with the one finger like this and like looking down at it. Yeah. Uh, And uh, the people came over and she's like, they have been drunk the entire time. They're not even supposed to be sitting here. And she's just going off like that. And we're like, just kind of watching this all unfold in front of us. And, uh, two of the guys that definitely weren't supposed to be there either kind of dipped out before the 
alcohol enforcement got there, but then yeah. they talked to the other guys for a long time. It seemed like they were going to stay maybe, but then they ended up getting kicked out of the edit section. This lady ended up leaving like probably 15 minutes later. Anyways, mm. and there was still a quarter and a half left. She was, you, I wish I could have taken a picture of how happy she was that she got somebody kicked out of her section. She was so smug, so satisfied. That's what it's all about. Following the yeah. rules, making sure yeah. those who don't are punished. Good for you. Bingo. Ken. Yeah. Good for you. Um, but this last week, of course, Thanksgiving is amazing. My voice just broke right there. I hope you all enjoyed it. Yeah, Thanksgiving. <laughs> Thanksgiving. Fuck. What? You're blowing that already? <laughs> yeah. All right. I'll give it another go. Okay. It's been better. I don't, it just does it like, six weeks ago. Does it not save that chunk when it dies? No, it just, okay. it just like closes out of the app. It's just like, boop. Dead. Um, anyways, so then Thanksgiving week. So my mom and sister drove over from Montana, which was lovely. They got here Tuesday night and had a couple beers with them, a little bit of wine. And then Wednesday, I ended up working a little bit until we went and got some really delicious Mexican food down the street. Finally got to sit inside of this place. I've been there. Oh, it's, it was Guerra where I took you guys. Okay. Where we had those sandwiches. You remember that? Yeah. Uh, got to sit inside there. Really good food. Had a couple of Modelo's with, with lunch. It was wonderful. And then uh, Wednesday night, proceeded to get pretty dang drunk with Daisy and Nikki as we played games. And lots of games, you know. Codenames, Carbols, Cribbage, all, all the above. It was great. Yeah. And then uh, Thursday woke up. Mom had already made coffee, obviously. And we started with coffee and Orphan Girl, which she brought from Montana. So some nice cream liqueur. And then just wine during dinner and just kind of kept drinking all day. It was wonderful. Really enjoyed myself. Good. I'm glad here. Food then, was good? Oh, food was phenomenal. I maybe peeled five potatoes. It was fantastic. I watched football the entire time. (laughs) I did nothing. Absolutely nothing. We talked about being a piece of garbage during Thanksgiving last week. Garbage. Garbage. Yeah. It was, yeah. The the best time of year to be a piece of garbage. My mom looked like our kitchen in our place is awesome. So I think she was just jacked to cook in there, which I mean, I'm glad I could give that to her, you know? Sure. Yeah. That was really really nice of you. What a gift. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. How was yours, Noel? Mine was great. Uh, I will say two weekends ago, um, I guess two weeks ago, our project reached like a big milestone. So that Friday, we were like getting a rah-rah speech by the head of the region um, at like 10 a.m. And as he's given us the rah-rah speech, the like certificate from the city got emailed to us to like show that we officially like got occupancy in our building. And so uh, one of our coworkers pulled it up on the screen and so the head of the region kind of semi-jokingly was like, you guys should just go to the bar now. And then he left and we kind of took it as serious. So we went to the bar. You should at go about to the bar now. <laughs> 11, 11.30 and just left work and uh, drank till like six or seven at the bar <laughs> on the company dime, dime. And it was fantastic. I think our bar tab, I think someone said it was like $1,500. So how many of you uh, were there? There were probably in and out. There were probably 17 people there. Oh, okay. That's cool though. Yeah. Um, so I got home. I still got home before Katie got home from work and I decided in order to make up for me being super drunk, I would buy her three giant bags of candy at target on the way home. <laughs> so she came home to a bag of Kit Kats, peanut butter, M&Ms and hundred grand bars. So yeah, it was good. 
good I believe this was when we were talking and you were watching um yeah I think you should leave right yeah, so, yeah. okay that already okay. okay yeah so those are all the beers the next day I did also I went to the Northwestern versus Purdue game in Wrigley Field football game which mm-hmm. was kind of anticlimactic but I had a free ticket so I went anyway and I had a beer there. Free games are great. Now, Thanksgiving week, this is going to be a surprising statistic for you. I drank one beer all of Thanksgiving week. Good for you. Yeah. Well, it really wasn't just, it just wasn't planned. It just everybody else was drinking other stuff. So we had like the Thanksgiving had mimosas and then I was drinking gin and tonics. It was Arizona. So it was beautiful. We're standing outside 70 degrees right. playing cornhole in shorts. So that sounds great. Can't argue with that. Same thing. Yeah. Played a lot of games. Um, Simac and I dominated cornhole. We played some tips at the park and Mallory and Katie always beat us. And it's always because they rebuttal. Like we hit, we get to 10 first every time and hit the half quarter and both of them just nail rebuttal half quarters every fucking time. And it drives me insane. Dude, that's what was happening at, uh, at your wedding. It's yeah. annoying. It was very annoying. So it happened. Actually, again. no, that was actually opposite. I think Simac and I rebuttaled like six times against them. It could be. Yeah. Sorry, go on. No, you're fine. Dominated categories, of course. Uh, we played yeah, a lot of card done. games. Two highlights from the trip. We went to Hamilton. Broadway show, Hamilton. Oh, was it awesome? It actually was awesome. It was really okay. good. You're in the musical good. theater. I was actually thinking I would like it less, but I loved it. Um, and we did an escape room. My family oh, and I. Fuck. I want to do one so bad. It was super fun. The one we went to was kind of chintzy. And really, the, we didn't get out. And honestly, the reason we didn't get out is because, like, the locks. Like, we solved the puzzles. And you'd, like, line up the lock to with, the, like, the code. And it wouldn't open. But we just, like, weren't lining it up right. Or, like, mm-hmm. the door didn't open right. So, like, literally the code the last code we needed my dad had tried it on the lock like eight times and couldn't get it to work and the guy came in after the time was up and was like oh yeah that's the right code and he did it and opened the lock and that was literally the last key we needed to end the thing so a little frustrating but it was yeah that would piss me off a lot i think but it was like curse of the pharaoh's tomb so you had to like find these artifacts and then put it in the tomb but anyway good time so that was my that's it Mm -hmm. That's uh, so how many levels or do you like get to select your difficulty at the escape room or what happens there? They gave us the option of competitive or um, recreational, I guess. Mm-hmm. And so all that means is they're like watching you and they have a speaker into the room. And so competitive in this instance meant that you were allowed three hints. Like if you were really stuck on a puzzle, you could ask the guy, like, give me a hint. So, like, in order to qualify for, like, best time and, like, successfully do it, you get three hints. If you want to do recreational, you can then transition into recreational. If you're, like, totally stumped, just keep getting more hints, but then you just can't Mm -hmm. qualify your time. So we said competitive, and we only took three hints. Um, There were two of the hints, like, we definitely needed. There was this one, like, pyramid puzzle that was all numbers that we're trying to do all this math and stuff. And it turned out to not be math at all. And it was re- like, maybe I'll show it to you and actually I'll, I'll send it to you and see if you can figure it out. Please do. So I'm already giving I would you love hint. that. I'm already giving you a hint, yeah. but it's not That's fair. math. Um, but I don't think I would have been able to get it without him giving me a hint. So anyway. Um, yeah. 
That's awesome. Yeah, I, I want to do one real bad. So. There's some weird nerdy people that work at those things, but oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> big time, big time. Okay, it sounds like after another two week hiatus, it is time for a round of the coin toss. Where? Oh, I thought you were gonna do the sound. Oh, <laughs> thank you. What did you say? Where? Yeah, like oh, where, where is it? I will. Uh-huh. It's a coin and then coin tossed back to me. You tossed toss coin. Correct. Okay. Yes. All right. We got week 11 and week 12. Uh, so Correct. I will be doing week 11. Are you I ready? I'm ready. All right. Here we go. Today marks the eight year anniversary of one of the most memorable plays in college football history the kick six. On the final play of the 78th Iron Bowl, Alabama lined up for a 57 yard field goal. But the kick came up short, and Auburn's Chris Davis ran it back 109 yards for the win, all while rocking the number 11. Here's my first 11 for you. The Iron Bowl has always been a big determining factor on bowl game selections. 11 times in the past 12 years, one of the teams in this rivalry has gone on to the BCS and or college football playoff. This year, Alabama committed 11 penalties before tying the game in the last minute and winning 24 to 22 in quadruple overtime. This game has been given the nickname the two point try that made Auburn cry. Really bad nickname. I don't that know. Sucks. That sucks. Like sucks. Yeah. How about this? In the Iron Bowl 11 years ago, number 11, Alabama, blew a 24 to 0 lead to Cam Newton and the Tigers, now referred to as the Camback. Uh, it's better, better, better but not good. good. No. And in the um, 2005, number 11, Auburn defeated Alabama behind 11 sacks on Bama quarterback Brody Croyle, in which came to be known as the sack game. I, I don't know who's coming up with these nicknames. Anyway, 11 years later. Netflix released one of the most popular series of all time, Stranger Things. One of the main characters in the show is a little girl named, of course, Eleven, played by Millie Bobby Brown. Please note the two consecutive lowercase L's in Millie Bobby Brown's first name also resemble the number (laughs) Eleven. From (laughs) May of 2015 to April of 2019, Stranger Things was one of the first 11 live action original series released by Netflix, but all of them were simply appetizers to what they would release next. On April 23rd, 2019, Netflix aired, I Think You Should Leave with Tim Robinson. Nearly every sketch in this show is great, but there's one in particular that I'm not a huge fan of. I thought it was going to be a hit. Turns out it fucking sucks. That's a quote from a different sketch. The one I'm referring to, of course, is Fenton Stables and Horse Ranch, where the horses are hung like you. Mm -hmm. Among the 53 sketches showed across all 12 episodes, TheRinger.com ranked Fenton Stables dead last, stating it's just a 90-second sketch about horse sticks. (laughs) Which brings me all the way back to a guy on my all-time Mount Rushmore of athletes, Larry Horsecock Fitzgerald who long before guys like Julio Jones, Julian Edelman, and A.J. Brown came into the league 
In a time where all receivers were wearing numbers in the 80s, Larry became the statistically second best receiver of all time, all while rocking the number 11. Just phenomenal, Lowell. You just you cover all your bases. It's yeah. impressive. It's um, it's it's just really well done. You're really good at this. Somehow I um, well I knew I wanted to end with my guy Larry, and then it, a a light bulb went off that I could get a horse dick and horse cock uh, reference. So wow. tied it all. In. That's incredible. You use way more elevens than I do twelves, and so I I envy you. I really do. That's okay. Let's hear it. I'm ready for week twelve. All right, twelve. A number commonly associated with the heavens, 12 months of the year, 12 signs of the zodiac, the number Tom Brady, the monster that he is, adorns, and of course, the month containing both Noel's birthday and Christmas. True. But in my head, the first thing that always comes to mind is Ocean's 12. Sadly, the worst of the Ocean's saga, but nonetheless an enjoyable movie. The 12 in question are Clooney, Brad Pitt, Matt Damon, Bernie Mac, Elliot Gold, Don Cheadle, Xiaobo Kin, Keen, Sheen. How do you spell, how, how do you pronounce the Q in Chinese? I think it's just Keen. Is it Chuck? Yeah, it's like Q-I-N is Chin. Yeah, I think you're right, Chin. Julia Roberts, Carl Reiner, Eddie Jemison, Casey Affleck, and last but not least, the 12th, Scott Kahn. Mm-hmm. Affleck and Kahn play the Malloy brothers, robotics professionals, and getaway drivers, basically anything with cars. And after two movies in the Ocean's universe, Khan would go on to star in the smash football movie Varsity Blues as Tweeter, alongside co-star, quarterback, Paul Walker, born September 12th, 1973. Oh. Exactly 12 years later, or 12 movies down in IM, or Paul Walker's IMDb, he and Khan would team up again for Into the Blue with Jessica Alba. And 12 movies after Into the Blue, Paul Walker would appear in his final Fast and Furious movie while alive, Fast and Furious 6. On to a happy note, though. Not only did Walker star in the Fast and Furious movies alongside massive actors like The Rock and Vin, he also shared the silver screen with Christopher Brian Bridges, a.k.a. Ludacris. Following the release of the original The Fast and the Furious, Walker would play Brian O'Connor in the Act of Fool music video for Luda, where Luda raps. Talking about gats, traps, cops, and robbers, it's 911. Please call the doctor. Evacuate the building and trick the pigs. Since everybody want a piece, we gonna split your wigs. See some fools slipped up and overstepped their boundaries. You about to catch a coal. Stay the fuck around me. Your peeps talking about what kind of shit's he on. You disappear like poof. Bitch be gone. You think 12 gonna catch me? Give me a break. I'm supercharged with the hideaway license plate. It seems they want to fingerprint me and give me some years. They'll only get one finger while I'm shifting gears. Oh, sick. The 12, of course, in reference is what uh, the people of Atlanta will commonly call the police. Mm. So you will not catch the 12 and ludicrous in the same place. Gotcha. Fantastic. I mean, Maybe we should make it a goal to just get Ludacris into every. Into <laughs> He's every always one. in. He should Is be this in. like his third or fourth appearance? I already? think so too. And Mark Sinclair could probably get into both yeah. of them as well. Yeah. Shouts yeah. to Vin. Mm-hmm. Uh, super well done. I did not know that Atlanta called police 12. So mm-hmm. informative. I think the, the police code or whatever for 
cops coming to an area is 10 12 or something like that mm. when there's civilians involved so that's what they call the 12 okay all right we learned something mm-hmm. thank you quint that has been another episode of the coin toss all right uh for our next segment uh coin while i was down in tucson arizona okay we did make our way over to a mexican place it was actually called chingada which could loosely be described as get fucked in spanish yeah depends on how you really want to interpret it they told us that it kind of meant go to hell i don't know why you'd name your restaurant that anyway it was pretty good but got me thinking of what the best aspects of a Mexican restaurant are, the ambiance and such, what the best to- toppings on Mexican food would be, yep. and just what yep. the best Mexican meals would be in general. So we're going mm-hmm. to kind of split this into three things. So, Coin, why don't you start by describing what you're looking for when you go into a Mexican restaurant? What do you need? What are the, what are the most important things? All right, Noel, I will lay out for you what I think makes me feel like I'm in actually a very good Mexican restaurant. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want at least 70% of the staff to be English second language. Oh, So most of the people in the background, waitress coming up to you should be coming up and speaking at least some Spanish or in broken English in some way. So I want to feel pressured that I have to pronounce things correctly when I'm ordering. <laughs> like with the proper inflection on your R's. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Okay. I agree yeah. with you. I also have Hispanic staff as one of my items. Mm-hmm. I also enjoy soft mariachi slash Mexican opera in the background. Okay. Not okay. overpowering, but I like that when it's there. Have you been to a restaurant where a mariachi band like comes out and plays? I have a few, yeah. How did you feel about that? Uh, I liked it. Laugh? It wasn't oh, okay. for my table specifically. No. Okay. It's, a, it's a nice break, especially when I'm younger. I feel like the older I get, the I don't enjoy it as much, but okay. Fair enough. it's still okay. I did not include uh, music, but I'd, I'd agree with you. A little authenticity with the music there is good. Actually, I also would like to see a decent margarita selection. but I don't want to see is 12 different styles of margaritas you do. Give hmm. me possibly three. What, give me your th- classic margarita. Okay, yeah, give me your three if you had to pick a three. Uh, classic margarita, of course, and then a spicy one, and then probably like a strawberry kind of one or mm-hmm. something like that. Something fruity. I think that those three, you can do a lot. I agree. Do you go rocks or blended? Uh, rocks. Yeah, of course. Duh. Duh. Salt on the rim. Not an idiot. Yeah, obviously. Duh. Okay. You get it. I also would like the soft sound. A fajita plates being whisked by my face as people are ordering around me, you know, like the sound of fajita plates going out is very nice. I'm like, because everybody's like, oh, what do you got there? What do you, what do you, what do you order right now? It's good stuff. Pretty bummed that I missed that from my list. The the sound of fajitas is is fantastic. You got, you got to have. And then this, this one is the most important to me. And I'm glad you suggested for this because I've said this multiple times. The waitress, when bringing out your food, has to say, must say, be very careful. This plate is extremely hot or else it's not going to be good Mexican food. You're not getting good food unless your plate is scalding hot. Like it will burn off your fingertips if you touch it. That is extremely not, important to me. Yeah. If the kitchen is not putting you in danger, then I don't want your plate. If you give me Bingo. a pretty warm plate, I'm sending it back. Yep. Bingo. 
you get it. Oh man, you nailed those on the head. I would agree with all of those. Um, I'll just add in the other items. So the number one thing for me, which is obvious and maybe is more geared towards food. So it might not really be an ambiance thing. My Mexican joint has to have bottomless free chips and salsa. Obvious. I wish I would have had this on mine. That, that, that annoys me. I mean, it's on. It's, it's on. It's right. You How many places have did you go? It. They charge you like five bucks for chips and salsa for one order. Did, did it the other day. Drive, did it the other nuts. day for me? Because yeah. Nikki turned me. She was like, do they do free chips and salsa here? And I was like, I don't know. And then I saw it on the menu. It's five dollars. Come on. What are we doing? I mean, I'm still going to get it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I'm going to get it. I got it. Um, in general, I like kind of like the bright colors. I want it to be a little... I don't want to say shitty either, but like, I don't want it to be like super nice. Kind of want it to yeah, be just uh, like they slapped a bunch of yellow and blue and pink paint on the walls. Yes. Uh, this brings me back to one I missed. I'm sorry if I could jump in. Yes, of course. Like, this is a give and take. Okay. Uh, one of the things I like is the Mexican places that have just like a ton of random decoration shit on the walls. Because one of my favorite questions when I go out is be like, well, if you could steal one thing in here and just like put it at your place, what would it be? And it's really important. I think it's a good conversation starter at a table. Okay. Feel free to steal that. For sure. For sure. Yeah, no, I like that. Um, one I just thought of while you were speaking when you were talking about uh, margaritas, they need to have the like thick glass chalices that they serve the margaritas yeah. in. Don't give important. me like a yeah. nice little cylindrical, cylindrical, that's a tough word to say. Cylindrical. Cylindrical. <laughs> glass. Um, and lastly... I would like to have a tiny little TV in the corner playing soccer with the announcers saying words I don't understand. <laughs> I love that one. That's very important as well. Right. right. It makes, me, makes me brings me back to uh, Fiesta in Alisco in uh, Livingston, oh. Montana. Oh, yeah. I think there's a couple of them. There's one. There's like one Missoula in Polson, Montana. Oh, I've been to the is. one in Polson, or at least there used to be. I don't know if there's still. Okay, I think really good created... Mexican place. It, it is really good. We used to go when we go yeah. to Pulse and Hoop Fest. Yeah. Okay. I think we've really set the stage. So that's yep. uh, You can't let us know if we miss anything. All right. Now, important. We've done a burger topping draft. We've done a pizza topping draft. We are now going to do a burrito. I guess you wouldn't call it topping necessarily, but a burrito Fillings. filling yeah. draft. We're going to take turns picking what the most important things for our burrito are. Okay. Do you have an idea of how we decide who goes first? I was thinking maybe we flip a uh, coin. Okay. Luckily for you, I have uh, 16 quarters on my desk. So flip one of them. I'll call it in the air. <laughs> <laughs> I'll flip all 16 and then the, the aggregate will figure it out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, tails never fails. It is heads. It is heads. All right. Go ahead, Clay. No, for my number one pick, I will be taking shredded beef as oh, my burrito filling. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um. So I guess previously we've ta- we've given more criteria. Like I, I remember for burgers, we talked about like only picking one cheese, and like I thought about talking about it for like only taking one meat, but I say no. It's fair game. If you want to take yeah. all the meats, you can have all the meats. Okay. Shredded beef is not my go-to but I respect it. I'm going to take it because I just want to make sure I get it. I'm going to take sour cream. Yeah, I knew you would. Damn yeah, it. I'm a big sour cream guy. I think you are too. I consider taking it first. Mm. 
I just, just so need you it. Have it. Just makes yeah. it better. And that's it's not important. even it's not even an authentic Mexican thing, really. Like you don't see them throwing do- dollops of sour cream on their street tacos. But True. I don't care. I'm American, so give me some sour cream. Fair, good pick. Uh, I think in that vein, then I will be taking cheese. Mm. It's important to the burrito. It, uh, it's kind of the glue that holds it all together. So I'll be taking cheese. So is this this is shredded cheese? Shredded cheese, yes. Okay. Is K, do you get queso too? No, you don't get queso. Sorry. Okay. Do not get queso as well. Okay. Shredded cheese. I'm gonna take my meat now, just to make sure I get. I'm gonna take carne. I'm gonna take steak. Um, whether I'm at Taco Bell or a fancy spot, I usually get steak. So. Yeah. Thought you would. Yeah. Good pick. Um, I'm gonna take Mexican rice right here. Mm. Not a lot of people put rice in their burritos. I like rice in my burritos. Mm. I think it provides a nice bite to you. There's not a lot of things I won't put in my burritos. I'm guessing like everything that you and I draft, like all 10 of these things, I'd like on my burrito. Like pile mm-hmm. all 10 on. I'm not gonna disagree with any of these, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all about preferences. Okay, good. I'm going to take the fajita veggies. I'm going to take peppers and onions. I wish I'd had that on mine. I'd probably have taken it next, honestly. It's interesting because you're probably not really getting those at a sit-down Mexican restaurant. It's more like if you throw them in at Chipotle. Like, I don't know. They don't typically throw in grilled peppers and onions on your burrito, and you probably wouldn't ask for it specifically. But that's okay. There are no rules. I'm still taking Exactly. Now, since I've been to... I've only been to Chipotle probably less than a handful, like probably three times in my life. Okay. Uh, the fajita veggies are a must. So I get them every time. And the spaghetti Qdoba too. Okay. I was going to say they got them at Qdoba too, but yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, I guess what I'll be doing next is I flip back and forth between black and refried, but I am a refried guy refried beans guy and i want those in my burrito this is your first pick that i'm pretty bummed that was pretty damn close on coming up next on my list because refried's the way to go man yeah absolutely yeah yeah black beans is like the health choice yeah for sure i will never take i'll always take refried now like a place like chipotle if you don't have refried i prefer black pinto if they're holding yes correct with that okay yeah Refried is fantastic. I probably won't even pick beans now because you took refried off my list. Good. Here's what I'm going to do, though. I'm going to take the option of smothered an enchilada sauce as one of my toppings. Now, I don't want this on every one of my burritos. I like to hold my burrito like any other normal man would, you know, Mm -hmm. take it on the go. It's good to go like the French Wrap Supreme. Uh, Once in a while, Cafe Rio does a very nice smothered burrito. I did see recently like one of those maps that shows like whatever state's favorite, I guess it was fast food or it was like maybe kind of fast casual. Montana's was cafe Rio, which I feel uh, like, I don't know. I guess. I don't know about that. They only have them in like, I was going to say Arizona, it's right? just like in Billings Falls. and Missoula, right? Maybe great Falls. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, that was a tangent. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's a good pick. I, I just, I struggle with it just because it's one of those sometimes things for me. You know, like, I don't know if I want to make it a top five just because I only get it sometimes. True. You're right. I wasn't sure how high you would have it. I just wanted to have it as an option in my arsenal. So, I like that. Uh, Question for you. If I pick salsa, do I also get pico? (sighs) 
My my gut would be to say no. Good, that's fine. And that's but fine but I would say if you take salsa, you kind of get hot sauce. Like it's kind of like I put salsa yes. and hot okay. sauce in a, yes. in a chunk. That's what I was gonna. That was gonna be my next question. And okay. for that reason, I will be taking salsa slash hot okay. sauce. Okay. I'll Which will it. always be the hot variety of whatever it is. I'm gonna need your hottest sauce. I mean, yeah, it correct. is what it is. I'm with correct. you there. Yeah. So is that five? We're already at five. That's five for me. This is a quick one. This is a quick list. So my fifth pick. Oh, man. I guess I'm going to take – I'll just take Pico, then I'll round it out. Okay. The tomatoes and the onions. You need a little little tomato in there. It's important. The the Pico at the place we like to go here in Chicago has little chunks of jalapeno in it. So I'm assuming I get that. Yeah, you get that. <laughs> I get that. I get that. I yes, get that. you do get that specific Pico from your place. Okay, good, okay. Okay. Are there any that you wanted to mention on Menchie's? Yeah. Uh, so when I'm making burritos at home, especially, I we've talked about before. I'm a huge lettuce person. I really like the crunch it provides in burritos, and I like to make my burritos with it. So I I've considered doing lettuce. Let there. me stop you right um, there. Yeah. This is probably the biggest difference we have. Because yeah, it is. I have it a is, dishonorable honestly. mention, and I don't want lettuce anywhere near my burrito. Yeah, I, I knew it. you were gonna say that. Too. Get it That's out. That's why of I didn't. Me. Honestly, why I didn't draft it. It makes sense. It makes sense. Because yeah. you're just gonna pick uh, that up off waivers. You'll you'll pick up lettuce off waivers. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and I'm gonna put zero free agent bucks down for it. It's gonna be great. <laughs> um, the other one is that guac is fine. I'm not gonna pay extra for your guac. That's just a fact of my life. I agree. I like guac. Um, and I don't know, I guess it's just a mood thing. Sometimes I'll pay extra for it, but in general, I agree with you. Like just, I don't need it. And this comes back to the chips and salsa is somewhere between two and 10 times better than chips and guac. Thank you. Totally. agree. Yeah. Totally agree. Yeah. And yeah. it's usually a lot cheaper. Um, yeah. Here's a question. Now who gets corn salsa? Do you get corn salsa because you took salsa? Kind of feels like it. Kind of feels like it. It's a good but point. I will say the corn slash corn salsa could, you mean you could easily make the argument it's its own thing. You could. You could just make it corn. But yeah. I like to throw the corn in the burrito. I want it all corn, rice, beans, all the carbs. Throw them in there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I th- th- This was the right way to do the exercise is to imagine you're at a Qdoba or right. Chipotle, right? You're just Bingo. telling them what you want to throw on there. Yes. That would be a funny, we should just do this in person sometimes. <laughs> just go in and be like, well, I've had well I'll take that. Like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you took the refried beans. Son, Son of a bitch. bitch. Yeah. Right, I like that. <laughs> okay. Um, I was considering like doing a tangent and taking like eggs and sausage or something. So I had the uh, see, I would have, I would have immediately no. stopped you. Yeah. Was I would have immediately no. cut you off because I was thinking what? breakfast burrito is a completely different exercise because okay. right. I considered, I considered putting like breakfast potatoes on here because okay. a breakfast potato burrito is phenomenal. Yes. But we're both in agreement that you go sausage over bacon and a burrito, right? Clearly. Yes. yes. It's yeah. the go-to meat. <laughs> um, sausage over bacon nine times out of time. Okay, I think that's all I had. I would have considered throwing queso on mine. I'll get it at Cordoba, okay. but 
Yeah. Uh, I too, I too get queso in the burrito. I, I will pay extra for that. Bottle. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting <down> it. <laughs> okay. Lastly, right. for our Mexican joint uh, rankings and drafts and things, we're going to quickly draft just straight up dishes or meals. Mexico. Yep. This reminds me of like the waffle pancake French toast thing. It kind of does a little bit. You're kind of eating the same thing, but in different, uh, different forms. A hundred percent. That's I was, I, I even went to, I think I went to Fiesta and Jalisco website mm. to go check out their menu just to kind of see if I was missing anything from my list. And I was mm-hmm. like, these are all the same dish, just mm-hmm. uh, in different forms of tortilla. That's right. Different sizes yeah. in general. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Uh, you want to flip another coin? I'll actually concede. You'll see. Since I went, since I went first, I'll give it to you. All right, gonna be a boring first pick, but it's just what I usually pick. I'm gonna take the burrito number one. Thank God. Yeah. Well, I'm curious to see what you're gonna go with number one. I will say, I do like my burrito to be grilled. Not a lot of Mexican restaurants will do that necessarily. Taco mm-hmm. Bell does it. Throw that thing on a panini grill. That's bomb. Anyway, burrito. Go ahead. Burrito's a good pick. Uh, this is my just classic order. I get it pretty much every time. I love enchiladas. I think they're incredible, mm. uh, especially because enchiladas usually come with beans and rice, but not even True. just, it's not, I don't even need that then. I, I love enchiladas. When the Mexican joint we just went to, I got enchiladas. They were super good. They were like a uh, trio. So one had steak, one had chicken, one had shrimp. That sounds fucking good. It was good. One was Verde. One was, are you a Verde or a Rojo guy? Verde sauce. Verde. Yeah. You too or no? No, you know, I would, I think of myself as a Verde guy, but I've found time and time again, I'm not. Okay. I'm a Rojo guy in general. Oh, well, I was going to ask you this after, but where do you stand on mole? Glad that you asked because the trio, it was steak with Rojo. It was shrimp with Verde. And it was chicken with mole. It was just all mm-hmm. the three combinations. Okay. Don't like mole. No, it's it looks not good. like refried black beans, which I'm into. Bingo. But it's not. It's not. It tastes like chocolate and it's weird. I don't like, like it. It sucks. Yeah, I'm out. I'm yeah, I'm out. I'm out on mole. Yeah. I mean, the chicken was still good. I still ate it. Don't get me wrong. But don't get me wrong. Never choose it. Come all right. On. Number two pick. I'm going to go with fajitas because the That's sizzle, good. you know, can't beat it. You go with the you always got to go with the trio of fajitas too, chicken, steak, and shrimp. Just load those things. I like up. that. Throw it on there. That's all I have to say. Yeah, that's a good pick. I like that. I like the noises right there. Of course. Yeah, and um, you to build it. So listen, this is something that I'm a hypocrite when it comes to because like there are a lot of things where I'm like I don't want to work for my food. I want you to make my food, but there's exceptions, and I think building my own fajitas is not hard enough to where it's like annoying it's kind of i would argue that uh exceptions is what life's all about (laughs) you get to make your own rules as you live by it making rules and then breaking said rules yeah exactly (laughs) it's like uh i'm in total agreement because for the most part i don't like doing my own work when i'm at a like a restaurant but fajitas are a different Mm -hmm. story right there's something also very satisfying about putting something into a tortilla Mm -hmm. mm-hmm mm-hmm it is. And just holding it, yeah. cupping it in yeah. your hand. It feels yeah. a little sexual, but okay. Which kind of leads me to my next pick, which is 
it's just tacos. I think that uh, I love burritos. I'm probably a burritos over taco guy if I had to go there. Yeah. But I do think that you can make tacos into more of a sit down meal with friends. Uh, there's more taco places in Portland than there are burrito spots. And we do find ourselves going to more taco places than I. You can, you can especially the ability to change order per taco. So you can get, like you just said with the enchiladas, you can go steak, chicken, shrimp. You can do that in tacos too on like one plate. And I really like that. No, like I get it. And um, I'm, all the things you mentioned, I'm very in on. The, <laughs> <laughs> the ability to get three different tacos and try to do three different things is definitely the best part by far. And there is a more <laughs> of a sense of community when it comes to tacos than there are burritos. Bingo. Yeah. But I think I'm just like, I've got this hipster mindset where I'm just like, I, I don't like tacos. And like... You know, I like them fine. I just want to be the guy that doesn't like tacos. <laughs> you know how that goes. Oh, I mean, I, I again, I admit, openly say like, yeah, burritos over tacos all day. But then I have probably eaten. It's probably a 50-50 split at this point in the last year. I've tacos to burritos eaten, but I make most of my burritos at home and I eat tacos outside the house. Okay, there you go. Tacos with friends. Are you a corn over flour or flour corn guy? I mean, come on, give me the flour, bro. Yeah, I know you're gonna say. You know, if it's a good, I don't want it to be super yellow corn. Sometimes they got the nice kind of balance of the white corn that isn't Mm -hmm. super starchy. You know, Um, Mm -hmm. but just give me flour. Like if I'm at the store, would you? Do you ever buy corn tortillas at the store? Yes, to make my enchiladas. Oh, okay, that's true. That's true. Enchiladas love it. But this is, I think we talked about this before too. It's that uh, flour tortillas are for burritos and corn tortillas are for for tacos for me in general i'd say yes although yeah if i'm we actually make tacos well i don't really know what we make at home we get the like i don't know six inch maybe yeah end up just like kind of wrapping them into burrito little mini burritos anyway just more comfortable to eat yeah we get the we get the flour still yeah i actually think uh target i actually like target brand tortillas ah you don't get mission we do but I've found that I think I like Target brand better. Mm-hmm. Give them okay. a try, folks. Target brand tortillas. Okay, my last pick, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go wild card. I'm going to go wild card. I'm going to take a torta because it's pretty much just a sandwich. Oh, you wanted it. You took us to the torta spot. You thought you might get yeah, the torta. Yeah, I did. I did. I did. And I did. Torta for me. Oh, that's a good pick. I just did um, it really just for trade bait because, like, let's see what you take here. And then maybe we can make a deal. See, I, I think I'm not going to take what you think unless I can convince you to give me nachos with my chips and salsa. I'm, I'm not a nacho guy. Okay. Oh, I know. oh you're, saying, but, you're saying nachos isn't like a – it's an app? Yeah. It's not a meal? Yeah. Yeah, I don't give a shit because I because I, I was gonna take I'm gonna take I am gonna take chips and salsa as my third. Oh, see, I didn't even think that that was an option. Mm-hmm. So okay, because it's not a full meal. Is that okay? I can change. You I actually decide, don't though, even have anything yeah, else listed. Yeah, I'm gonna let you have chips and salsa for free, despite your. I was gonna say if you take quesadilla here, I considered. Well. I will trade you tortas and a future first for quesadillas. That's a done deal. Shake on it. Okay, we'll shake on it. It's a good deal. I wasn't even good sure trade. if I wanted torto of KC, so it was, mm-hmm. it was good value there at that at that slot. The only how do you feel about chili rianos? Good, I'm into those. 
I didn't even think yeah. about that. Yeah. They're good. I thought about getting that at the spot we just went. Mm-hmm. That's a, you know, big dog's parents on that place in Helena. I can't remember uh, what it's called. Right? They own a Mexican stuff, but he's like, yeah, whenever I go to a new Mexican place, I always get their chili rihanna because I think it's a good judge of what mm, a Mexican spot is. Makes sense. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are good. I don't even know what else there would be. Yeah. Like, uh, tostada. You, you tostada gone, is basically just a torta. Like a, tostada yeah. sucks. No, tostada is like on a, like a crunchy uh, shell. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I sucks. saw it and I was like, I'm um, not picking that. I'm not even going to put it What's the things list. in the corn husks? Those are too much. Oh, uh, I just had some a bunch, bunch of those tamales. Tamales. Yeah. So I just bought some from uh, my roommate's coworker, and it's kind of like just meat in there, you know. Right. And then it's like just, it's like, it's like just, just chips. And um, so I, I got them from him, and then <clears throat> put it just like over some rice. And I was like, this needs so many more vegetables that I'm not willing to cook after already buying these mm-hmm. tamales. Not good. Nah. Not on them. Nah. What about like Mexican breakfasts, like chilaquiles and uh, chilaquiles are really good. Yeah, also very good. I th- those should have probably been up for consideration because of how much I like Mexican breakfast. I'm pretty sure I would never order a Mexican breakfast, even though I know I would like them all. But if I'm really if I'm sitting there at a joint that just has that as an option, but just has a typical breakfast menu, never probably. Mm, which because you're you're probably just gonna get eggs many well or i might get like something sweet or i might get like a skillet or i might and yeah i'll get something sweet but if i'm getting something sweet i don't want something spicy i want something savory that's spicy. so maybe that's it i don't want salsa i just want ketchup okay i understand that's a bad yeah yeah yeah, that makes sense uh i mean sorry to turn this from mexican food where do you stand on Corn beef hash. We should just do a breakfast. Super hash in, super in. I, yeah, you're a okay. Big corn love beef, corn right? beef. Yeah. I love corn beef hash. I've gotten it a lot more recently. It's usually it's a good, really thing. good. Yeah, yeah, corn yeah. Beef. Pastrami. You love pastrami sandwiches too. <laughs> All right. Anything else on Mexican food? Uh, no. I you, I already asked my question about mole. That was my only other question I had for you. Okay. All right. Sounds like it's time to move on to week 13 of the 13. Bookie Show. The Bookie Show. Skipped week 12, which is good because we both lost a lot of money. And yeah, well, we sure none did. None of our picks hit, so it's all no. good. Um, however, we're going back to week 11. I'll remind you. Um, you were 2-3 and three in week 11. True. You are 27-28 and 28 overall. For plus no, I'm yeah, just 500. 500, but you're still $197 up. How much nice. did you win on that one Josh Allen bet? <laughs> it like was over 160 oh, okay. or something, yeah, right. or it might have been 200 something, yeah. I can't remember. No, I guess it was like eight to one. You bet like 20 bucks, so yeah, it was like yeah. I was three and two in week 11, uh, but I only made like $11, so I'm 25, 31, and one, and I'm down $109, so not great. It could be worse. Could hey, be. we're still positive on the year, me and you, buddy. On hashtag teaser night football, we lost because we bet on the Falcons against the Patriots. And what did they score? How much? How many points did they score? Did they um, score? That, that that week they decided not to score points. They didn't score any points. Okay, got it. So I uh, I did talk to you into the Falcons, but we were both on the over. So yeah, neither, neither hit neither. 
any Hoosiers, we're six and five still on hashtag Tuesday Night Football. So Hell yeah. This week we've got Dallas Cowboys minus four and a half at the apparently Taysom Hill led Saints. Ooh. Does that change things? I did see that there's a chance Amari Cooper might not play. I did see that as well. Sounded like he likely won't, but it sounds like CD Lamb will play. Okay. I don't really know what to do here, honestly. I feel like this is the hardest one we've had. Um, and I also hate betting on the Cowboys. So, what? Uh, you have any thoughts? I was leaning Cowboys, but. I think I was leaning Cowboys. Saints too. plus 10 and a half isn't bad. There's definitely a world where Taysom Hill is not a professional quarterback because that is the current world we live in. So, uh, that might not go well. Or they might keep it close, but I don't know. I think the Cowboys probably win this. Yeah, I think so, this is the play. Because the Cowboys have dropped three straight. They're, I think they're a good team. Yeah. They, they're going to get back. Yeah. So then we go over under that. It would be 41 if we went over. I think, I think again, we just go over. I really do. Yeah, I, uh, that was one of my – uh, confident bets on Thanksgiving was the under in the Cowboys game and it went to 69 or something like that. So, um, yeah, all right, let's do it. Cowboys and over. Yeah. And I'll be very glad if they, if they fail. So let's do it. Only, only two games ahead of the Washington football team. In that division. All right. We got Cowboys plus one and a half and over 41. Why don't you give me your first pick of week 13? My first pick, Noel. Straight bet. Uh, I know that they've won, what, six straight games, but I will be taking the Bills minus two and a half over the Patriots. I'm back on the Bills wagon. I think they make a statement this week. I think that this is kind of when a lot of teams start separating themselves. And I'm just a non-believer still. Pick number one on my board. Bills minus two and a half. Consensus alert. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, let's do it. This is officially a last chance for the the Patriots. Like, if the Patriots win this game, we have to admit they're good, right? Yep. We, we most do. people already have. We probably should have already admitted. No, I won't do it. Okay. This is it, though. They can win this yep. game outright. This is it. You're getting the half point for the Bills there. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. We're consensus there. How about pick number yep. two? Pick number two for me is a parlay. A little tiny one. This is just the San Francisco 49ers winning against the Seahawks. Mm. Uh, I believe they're minus 130-something. Okay. Um, The Niners can run the football on anybody. Anybody. And the Seahawks actually cannot stop the run at all whatsoever. And Russ apparently forgot how to throw the ball a little bit. Uh, the other one is I will be taking the Indianapolis Colts over the Texans money line. I'm slightly scared, but ready to admit that I think the Colts are really good. Mm. Yeah. Uh, they just, I know that they just lost to the Bucks. They turned the ball over five times and still should have won that game. Yeah. Like they were the better team. It was a lot of bad turnovers, which is, I mean, Crazy because I don't think that they're that bad of a coach team. And I know that a couple of those are definitely on Carson, but they I mean they had a freak Naheem Hines uh muffs a punt, Bucks get the ball on the 20 yard line going in. Like yeah. the the Colts are good. Um, anyways, this parlay, Niners Colts is plus one oh one. 
Russell Wilson was so, so bad last night. Like, Not so good. bad. Mm-mm-mm. How many throws was a dude just wide open, standing there? Russ threw it nowhere near him. Like, it was insane. And close. Not even, and like, close. bad for Russell Wilson standards. Bad for all quarterback standards. And yet, mm-hmm. we still almost blew that game. That was a ridiculous game. Ridiculous game. Sorry about losing by 0.1 in fantasy. For yeah, that was tough. That's okay. My pick number two. Curious to see how you feel about this one. Atlanta Falcons plus 11 against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Here's my reasoning. You're going to love it. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers this year at home are 5-0, and average margin of victory 21.6. They just absolutely destroy people at home. On the road, they are 3-3 three and three with an average margin of minus 2.3. And their biggest road win of the year was last week at Indianapolis by seven points. They have not beat anybody handily on the road. Division game, it's usually close. 11 points? Listen, it's a justified line by how these teams are playing, but it's a big line for a division game for a home team to lay uh, 11 points. So give me the cons, baby. Uh, I love the pick personally. I, I consider them obviously for my Toto, so I can't knock you. I, mm-hmm. I, if you look back at that Falcons bucks game from whatever, six weeks ago, it was a close game up until everything came off the rails. It right. was 27 to 24. And then it was like two pick sixes and another touchdown. It was crazy. Yep. The, the division games in the NFC South are as tight as, most of them get it's kind of they're very strange very weird matt ryan plays well in big games except for a few (laughs) um i i like this pick a lot that's what makes me nervous about uh big in san francisco just because those games are usually weird too but like you're absolutely right that on paper russ sucks and san francisco is better he's not good three points isn't isn't bad uh all right pick number three Pick number three, prop bet, Noel. Yes. Jonathan Taylor rushing yards. Brandon Cook's receiving yards. Similar to what we did a few weeks ago with Stefan Diggs. Yeah. Over 174.5. And I do think that Jonathan Taylor could do it on his own. Uh, the Colts seem to not give Taylor the ball that much against the Bucs. It was very strange. I think this week this they just get back to just pounding the rock. Pounding it with him. I mean, I'm just going to continue to be in on these bets. They always sound good. What are the odds? It's even. Mm-hmm. It is even odds. Even or, odds. Yeah, even or minus 110. I can't remember. Okay. Yeah, count me in on that one. I'm, gonna, I'm trying to switch it up, do a little something funky here. Here's my bet. I would like to bet that the, the Minnesota Vikings will be leading by seven to nine points at halftime against the Detroit Lions. That mm. is plus 700. Okay. Uh, Vikings, as the stat that's been flashed in front of everyone's TV, have led by a touchdown in every single game this year, despite being five and six, which is pretty wild. Mm-hmm. Um, they're gonna they're gonna get up. I mean, losing Dalvin Cook doesn't hurt him that much. Madison's gonna be fine. I do have more free agent dollars to go after Madison than you do. So in in the Brown locker room. So unless somebody outbids me, I will. Be Are you putting them? Him. You putting them all in there? Oh yeah, I'm going all all my eggs in. There. Nobody nobody replied today. I'm currently on a seven game winning streak against our college friends. I mean, we've already t- you and I have already talked about. It. That's why I didn't. Yeah, respond. I know. But yeah, it's pretty remarkable. Yeah. I all my teams suck, and what's funny is my worst team is the 
league that I put the most effort into. The other two teams have Christian McCaffrey on it, and they were like borderline playoff teams already. So I'm just, I'm just fucked. I'm just totally fucked. I know everyone likes to hear fantasy football. I know. One last thing. I had this, like Noel mentioned, a brutal point one fantasy point loss. Uh, even with that loss, I am 13 and two over the last five weeks in fantasy. That's astounding. Yeah. You know, and you know what I realized is that we always talk about the balance, right? The balance of the universe. Washington football team did not lose a game in November. Pretty wild. That's incredible. That's but incredible. my bets and my fantasy teams shit the bed, but that's all right. Oh, I'm down $400 in the last year. So. <laughs> well, it's not good. Anyways. Anyway, Vikings by seven to nine at half. Pretty odd, but there you go. I like that. I like the bet. Okay. Lastly, it is time for our Toto Picks with the Wizards of Odds. Toto? We're not in Kansas anymore. We're off to see the Wizards, the wonderful Wizards of Odds. That's right. Coin and Knowles last. That was our only good highlight of week 11. Both hit our Toto picks. Coin got the win with the seven-point dog Colts against the Bills. Fantastic pick. I took my Washington football team. They also beat the Panthers. Um, you have six. It's six to two, so it's damn near over. But... You're eight and three. And good thing, good thing we didn't count this last week because I also picked the Giants over the Eagles, who are four point underdogs. Wow. Oh yeah, you did. Yeah. You bet them. Yeah, one of your mm-hmm. um, eight and three straight up picking underdogs. Nine and two against the spread. Absurd. I am Oz, the great and powerful. I am very respectable. Four six and one picking underdogs straight up. Um, six and five against the spread. It is, is my four pick. six and one. Is it is that close to even? Yeah, yeah, it's got to be right. I mean, depends yeah. on which ones I hit. I think I hit a couple of decent, decent. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know one of them was at least like six and a half, so that's over two to one. Yeah, the Steelers week one against the Bills was like plus, like it was like two to one. I think it's like five and a half. Yeah, yeah. So, there you go. Um, I hate my pick. I will be taking. <laughs> The Los Angeles Chargers plus three. I can't quit them. I've told myself I wouldn't bet on them. Uh, the Bengals, I think, are good, but they just aren't consistent. Um, they looked obviously freaking awesome this last week. Chargers really haven't looked all that impressive since like week four, but I don't know. I don't love the slate, so I'm just taking a decent team. No, I love this. Uh, I, I didn't even put it on my sheet because i was positive that's what you're going to take honestly um damn it i yeah i know i i like the pick i honestly my first thought was like god haven't these guys played like twice already this year the the chargers and the Bengals are the same team are they not very strange it's a good point it's a good point they are it does feel like they just play every week yeah um but i do like the pick and i either team being an underdog i'd probably just take the underdog right right exactly um so for my pick noel as much as i want to take the cuns plus 410 on the money line i can't do it that's just that's a lot however i will be taking the denver broncos plus 10 plus 340 on the money line at kansas city in prime time 
for Andy Reid's, what, first ever post-bi-week loss? <laughs> What's your reasoning here? I'd love to hear this. Uh, I think that Denver's defense actually holds up really well. They just don't give up big plays, and I feel like when Kansas City is limited, like on their big plays, they just can't perform well. Teams like the, the Chiefs, the Cowboys, who are prone to give those up, just the game gets away from you quickly where the Broncos can hold it close at most times, just because their defense is good enough. And just, just admit that you're, well. just admit that you're bored. It's too easy for you. You're getting it cocky. Is. It is just a little give bit. you a challenge. Give him a challenge. Yeah, this is kind of, I'm just, this is really me just kind of testing my powers. <laughs> what we got here. <laughs> um, I hate the pick, but yeah, you know, yeah, I've hated a course. lot of your picks that you, you yep. got. So who knows? Okay, there you go. So what are they? What are they? Ten. Ten points plus three forty. Jesus. All right. <laughs> and I got Chargers plus three at plus one forty-five. So mm-hmm. there you go. That has been the Toto picks with the Wizards of Oz. You're out to see the wizards, the wonderful wizard of Oz. Uh, what time is it now? Mm. It's um ten thirty-three. That's right, everybody. It's ten. That's right, everybody. It is time for Stumptown. Uh, I brought up in Coin Toss my guy, Larry Horsecock Fitzgerald. Yeah. Larry Fitz, although not officially retired just yet, he's technically still a free agent, had one of the greatest careers of any wideout in the history of the league. Drafted by Arizona in 2004. Larry is second all-time in receiving yards with 17,492. He is second in receptions with 1,432 and sixth all-time in receiving touchdowns with 121. His 104.7 receiving yards per game are the most all, uh, sorry, per playoff game, are the most all-time uh, for anybody who's played at least four games. And he scored 10 touchdowns in those nine playoff games. So he's a clutch mother effort. Clutch team, no doubt. One clutch team. One hallmark of Larry's career is that every single yard was gained for just one single team. Of course, he is the all-time leader for the Arizona Cardinals. Can you name 10 other players who are the all-time leaders for their respective teams in receiving yards? with only three strikes. And then they've only played for those teams or no? No, but the yards amassed for that team are the most. So, okay. um, yeah, just the, each team's all-time leading receiver. I'm going to go Jerry Rice. That is correct. He had 19,000 yards for the 49ers. That's so. well, uh, quite a few. It yards. is good. You know. um, Calvin Johnson. Calvin Johnson is correct. He had 11,600 yards for the Lions. Heinz Ward. Good pick. Heinz Ward, 12,000 yards. Pretty far ahead of Antonio Brown. Mm. I'm going to say Julio. Pretty sure he got there. Julio is absolutely correct. Roddy White had a lot, but Julio was number one. He had... He is just above Heinz Ward at 12,800 yards for the Cunts. Okay. 
I'm going to say Andre Johnson. Andre Johnson. Also correct for the Houston Texans. He's actually number six on this list with 13,500 yards. Nice. Uh, Marvin Harrison. Marvin Harrison is a fantastic guess, and it is correct for the Colts. Um, here's the, the most fun fact about this is Reggie Wayne had like 80 fewer yards than Marvin Harrison for the really? Colts. Like, and they are like on the list of these players, they're like eight and nine. That's like crazy. The, the okay. Let me put it this way: on the all-time receiving yards list, it shows like how many teams and which teams each guy has played for. So every other player above Marvin Harrison and Reggie Wayne, it's goes. It's Larry Fitzgerald, Marvin Harrison, and Reggie Wayne in terms of guys that only played for one team on the all-time receiving yards list. And yet Reggie Wayne isn't even the highest receiving Colts player. That's crazy. Kind of bum. All right, continue. What am I at, six? You've gotten six. Yeah, no strikes. Okay. Um, Just keep going until you miss. I'm going to say uh, Steve Largent. Fantastic job, Coin. That's seven. Seahawks, 13,089 yards. He is way above the next Seahawk. Yeah, I thought he might be. Um, this might be my first wrong pick. Donald Driver. Donald Driver is correct. That's well cool. done. Outbid, outdid Sterling Sharp and Greg Jennings. Greg Jennings. Only need two more. So got all your strikes. You just keep going. Uh, Steve Smith. Steve Smith. Fantastic. 12,100 yards. Um, the receiver who played with um, Emmett Smith and Aikman. Um, the one Michael's yeah, that one on NFL Network, Michael Irvin, yeah, Michael Irvin, yeah. <laughs> Strike one, nice, <laughs> nice. Oh, um, Isaac Bruce, Isaac Bruce, great guess. Yes, he is 14,000 yards for the Rams, nice because I think you I got it mistakenly guessed Tory Holt before, so. Um, all right, all right. Let's see what else we got. You got 10. I was gonna guess Terrell Owens. I don't think he played for anybody long enough, right? You are correct in saying that he didn't, even though he is, I think, third all time in receiving yards. Yeah, which is crazy. Doesn't lead for any team. Yep. Now, all right, I'm done. What do we got? You're done. Okay. Uh, you win. So I'll go from the top of the list. We got for the Raiders, Tim Brown. Who'd you ever got there? Yeah. Okay. Bills, Andre Reed. Those ones were tough. Cowboys, Jason Witten, number one receiver of all time for the Cowboys. Probably wouldn't have that. How about Minnesota Vikings? Is it Chris Carter? Yep, Chris Carter. Yeah, that was it. I was probably going to be one of my next ones. I actually had him like five picks ago, and I just forgot to say it. Jacksonville, Jimmy Smith. Yeah, no about? chance. No chance. Skins is Art Monk. Is yeah, yeah. Chargers, yeah. Antonio Gates. Yep. New York Jets, a guy named Don Maynard who played in 1960. Nope. That's insane. Nope. Uh, Broncos, Rod Smith. Chiefs, Tony Gonzo. A few tight ends coming. Bengals, Ocho Cinco. Yeah. Uh, Patriots, Stanley Morgan is a guy. <laughs> <laughs> the investment guy? Yeah, I guess so. Saints, 
my guy, Marcus Colston. Marcus Colston. Okay, I was going to say that. I That's when I was talking. I was like, I don't think he played long enough for that. Okay, I was going to guess Marcus Colston. Uh, yeah. Giants, Amani Toomer. Nice. Eagles. Same slower. Sorry. Eagles. Nah, I'm not going to get this one. Harold Carmichael. <laughs> no. You're, there's some of these. Dolphins. This is a real guy, apparently. Mark Duper is his name. No. Yeah. Okay. Super Duper. How about Tampa Bay Bucks? Is this uh, Galloway? Nope. Mike mm. Evans. The oh. Only, oh, I did know that. Fuck. Only current player. And he's actually like got a lot more than Galloway and whoever else. Browns would be Ozzie Newsome. Titans slash Oilers is Ernest Givens. Ravens is Derek Mason. I at least remember him. And then lastly, the Bears. Johnny yeah, Morris. This is the one. Yeah, the, the Bears have like a nobody. Yikes. The same thing with crazy. passing yards. The, the all-time Bears leading receiver has 5,000 yards. It's Johnny That's Morris. Insane. It's like a quarter of Jerry is, Rice. And then is Jay Cutler the leading passer in Bears history? Uh, we looked that up at one point. I, yeah. I thought it was like, God, we better look it up. Bears all-time passing. It is, um, yeah, Jay Cutler. Yeah. By a lot over Sid That's Luckman. Crazy. And Jim Harbaugh is number three. Oh, Jimmy. Okay. That has been Stumptown. You were not stumped at all, like at all. Hell yeah. That was a good one. Thank you, Noel. You're welcome. Really good for the ego. It was just like a kind of a lazy one. Would be enough. <laughs> all right. That has been uh, oh, a burp and another episode Jesus. of The Rookie Show. You can follow Rookie Show on Instagram and Twitter where? At King Quine on both Instagram and Twitter. Or all you know. Add to Cream Fillin on Twitter at C Travis on Instagram. The C, of course, stands for Carmichael. Mmm, Carmichael Travis Knoll. I had to, I got randomly drug tested at work today. And uh the the nurse was confused about the Christopher Travis deal. So <laughs> anyway. Uh okay, it's gonna do it. Who's gonna play yeah. us out this week? Play us out. Luda? Luda? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did we did he play us out a few yeah. weeks ago? I don't know. Play us out, I can't give a shit. Play us out. We love Let's Luda. Alright. I love Luda. Alright. See ya, bro. Alright. See ya. Cleaned out your crib, boy, what you gon' do? Act a fool! Just bought a new pair and they scuffed your shoes. Tell me what you gon' do? Act a fool! Now them cops tryna throw you in them county blues. Boy, what you gon' do? Act a fool! Talk about gats, traps, cops and robbers. It's 911, please call the doctor. Evacuate the building and trick the pigs. Since everybody want a piece, we gon' split your wig. See some fools slipped up and overstepped their boundaries. You about to catch a cold, stay the fuck from around me. Your peeps talking about what kind of shit's he on. You'll disappear like poof, bitch be gone. You think 12 gon' catch me? Give me a break. I'm supercharged with a hideaway license plate. It seems they want to fingerprint me and give me some years. They'll only get one finger while I'm shifting gears. I got suede on my roof, wood grain on the dash, sheep skin on the rug, golden grain in the stash. Hydraulics all around, so I shake the ride. We go front. 
back and side to side. So what? punk just tripped up and made you spill your drink. Tell me what you gon' do. Act a fool. Now your car just stopped on an empty tank. Boy, what you gon' do? Act a fool. If you got late bills and you lost your job, tell me what you gon' do. Act a fool. If you about to get drunk and you ready to mob, boy, what you gon' do? Take it to the streets, cause I'm ready to cruise. Just bought me and my cars all some brand new shoes. And the people just there, so I love to park it. And I just put a computer in the glove compartment. With my pedal to the floor, radar in the grill. TV in the middle of my steering wheel. It's my car's birthday, so we blowing them candles. Most speakers in the trunk that my ride can handle. Got my name in the headrest, read it and weep. Nice tank in the back, camel hair on the seat. And when I pull up to the club, I get all the affection. Cause the women love the pain and they can see their reflection. I'm about to take off, so F what you heard. Because my side mirrors flap like a fucking bird. And for the fools, we gon' clock one, then we'll pop one. Cause my folk riding shotgun with a shotgun. You just got hustled for a wide of cash, man. What you gon' do? Act a fool. Now your friends just smoked up your brand new stash. Say, what you gon' do? trunk wide open did donuts last week in the street still smoking see i'm off the antifreeze and my car is tipsy on the off ramp doing about 150 rolling through east pern on my way to ben hill slide a five to the junkie to clean my windshield got the whole crew riding and we starting shit i even got a trailer hitch with a barbecue pit and now all you want to do is get drunk and pout plus your new name is fire because we stomped you out and yeah we blow trees and bees that's fantastic so Girls, hold your weave while I'm weaving through traffic. I kick the fifth gear and tear the road apart. You'll be like Lil John Q and get a change of heart. It's one mission, two clips, and some triple beans. I'm about to blow this whole shit up to smithereens. The potholes in the street just bent to rims. Tell me what you gon' do. Act a fool. Man, that ain't sticky. That sticks and stems. Boy, what you gon' do? Act a fool. Catch a man with another bitch up in your bed. Ladies, what you gon' do?